Well, hey there, one and all. This is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the Unpolished Podcast, coming to you from the 420SF studio right here in Lakewood, Washington. How the heck are you folks? Man or woman, dude or do that? Um, how was your weekend? <laughs> I know. I know it's Wednesday. Um, and I've told you that I was going to have this out by every Friday or into the weekend. Um, but medical issues uh, cropped up. Uh, and this has been going on for a while. And I'm, I will cover that momentarily. Uh, I don't want to get into it now. But, um, but again, how was your weekend? Was it everything... <laughs> Was it everything you wanted to be, needed it to be? You know, did you do anything fun? Uh, go on any road trips? Take the dog out for a walk? You know, whatever your fun is, did you have it? Me? You talking to me? I'll tell you what I did. Not a damn thing! No, but seriously. <laughs> nothing. Nothing was done, Okay. Um, I went into the weekend with, uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, let's go there right now, okay? Uh, it's been going on for about a month, okay? Uh, a little bit of, um, eh, blood in the urine, you know, it started, look, it started out pink, uh, just a light pink, and then it went a little overboard, it went to an orange, and that sent up the red flags and you know so I started uh started freaking out obviously and uh I called my doctor and uh and she's like okay well we'll get you a CT scan and see what's going on well I had the CT scan done on Friday okay um went through the weekend just uh man you know you never know what what it's gonna be so Monday uh, rolls around, and I got my test results back. And uh, so I'm going to ask you now for prayers for those that that pray, uh, because look, I uh, <laughs> I was told that I have a bladder mass. Okay, that is a mass on the bladder. Kind of, kind of. You know, works out that way, doesn't it? Uh, I also have um, uh, gallstones. Uh, not really too sure about that uh, or about those. Um, and then I also have a, a nodule on my lung. Okay, I don't, I don't know if it's a, like a spot or not. I don't know. But um, anyway, so that's what's going on. Plus, I have. A double hernia, which I haven't been lifting anything except my front end. And I'm you know, look, I I am kind of big, but anyway. Uh, with that being said, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna just uh, <laughs> I'm going to have it removed. Um, and so I call up my cousin, who is a cardiac uh, cardiac surgeon cardiac nurse though and she knows her stuff and so I asked her about it because I've been freaking out about it and she tells me the procedure for uh, 
getting rid of the mass. I thought that they cut you along the abdomen, ad, blah, 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 abdomen and, uh, and take it out that way. No, that would be too easy, okay? Uh, she tells me they take it out through the penis. Yay! <laughs> oh, man. When she told me that, I, I, I doubled over. I seriously, uh, I was like, no freaking way. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna be asleep. It's like one one could only hope for. Oh, so yeah, they take it out through the urethra, and I can't even imagine a worse day in the history of history. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, if look, I and I told her if I was peeing blood then. Uh, I'm sure this is not going to help, okay? But uh, she assures me that that's the way they do it, and everything will be fine. So, okay. (laughs) Um, But with that being said, speaking of health, anyway, um, let me ask you this. Has the corona... I can't even say it. Has the coronavirus killed you yet? If it has... Rest in peace. <laughs> no, no disrespect for those who have passed uh, because of this virus. Okay, uh, but I'll tell you what. Um, let's let's not lose our heads here. Okay, um, it's being said that the uh, the media, you know, mainly the left, you know, mainstream media is uh, pushing the uh, panic narrative, okay? Uh, and if anyone familiar with Drew Pinsky, Dr. Drew, uh, Google him, uh, he had this to say. So, Dr. Drew, are we overreacting? Yes, as- yes. Mm. Yes. I'm hearing this from doctors left and right. Yes, and we are not overreacting. The press is overreacting, and it makes me furious. The press should not be reporting medical stories as though they know how to report it. We will, If we have a pandemic, I won't know how to tell that we're actually having a pandemic because everything is an emergency. Mm. People that are infectious disease specialists, the CDC, the epidemiologists, need to take this very seriously. The press needs to shut up. Mm. Yeah, so, <clears throat> so there's that. Um, also, just uh, quickly, before we go to break, um, the actual Surgeon General, uh, Dr. Jerome Adams, wants, <laughs> wants people to stop buying masks. As a matter of fact, he said in a tweet, quote, Seriously, people, stop buying masks. They're not effective in preventing general public from catching coronavirus. But if healthcare, blah, 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 if healthcare providers can't get to them uh, to care for sick patients, it puts them and our communities at risk. Okay, so anyhow, let's just chill it out a little bit. Yes, I'm aware that Washington State has had uh, a few more deaths and a few more cases open up. But let's let them handle it. Uh, and, and also this whole thing about uh, 
people people keep telling me about uh, Costco and the the run on water and sanitary wipes and disinfectant. Good Lord, I'm completely wiped out the shelves. This is Costco in the huge quantities. It's crazy. Anyway, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the 420SF Studio, the Sloppy Pod. Okay, so in other news, yes, there is other news beside that friggin' coronavirus. Um, so I just read about this article the other day about a case of parent shaming out of Florida, uh, where a daycare worker used a per- permanent marker to write on a little boy's torso. Uh, This case came to light after the mother, 23-year-old Heather Chisholm of Sanibel, Florida, wrote about it on Facebook. Hey, Facebook? Never heard of it. Uh, So basically, she had apparently overlooked a note from the teacher uh, saying that the, the kid needed more diapers. So she wrote on the kid, the, the little boy, Mom, I'm out of diapers. Please read my report. Exclamation point. Okay? Uh, totally disrespectful. You know? Uh, <laughs> so, basically, uh, the, the uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, the Fort Myers News Press reports that Cindy Carter DeCosca De- Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the executive director of the school said they were terribly sorry for the distress that caused the family. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the 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 uh, teacher or the uh, person that wrote on the boy's uh, stomach had been fired, and I'm sure there's going to be some kind of lawsuit. You know, you never can tell, folks. All right. So we're moving on. Um, okay, so, you know, last time out, uh, last episode, I think we had talked about uh, Ozzy Osbourne's newfound sobriety. Uh, what I failed to mention, um, and I think that's probably everybody knows it, but um, what I failed to mention is the, the fact that he's still uh, is also in the midst of Parkinson's disease. Um, and from from reports I've been reading, he's moving into the new stage of his life just like a trooper, man. Uh, here's uh, Ozzy talking to Robin Roberts on GMA. 2019, a very challenging year for you. Well, it has been terribly challenging for us all. I did my last show, New Year's Eve, at the Forum. And... I had a bad fall. I had to have surgery on my neck, which screwed all my nerves in. And I found out that I have a, 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 a mild form of asthma. It's um, Parkinson's, which is a form of Parkinson's. And it is, there's so many different types of Parkinson's. It's not a death sentence by any stretch of the imagination, but it does affect certain nerves in your body. And it's it's like you have a good day, a good day, and then a really bad day. A year ago, next month, 
was in a shocking state. Before this diagnosis, Ozzy for years battled rumors about his physical state, even at one point denying he had Parkinson's. All that now in the past. So again, yeah, that was uh, Ozzy and Sharon Osborne talking to Robin Roberts on GMA. Um, pretty much, uh, it, it's really, really hard to watch. Ozzy uh, breaks down. Uh, he, you know, he's fighting back tears, man. Uh, and rightfully so. So, um, so with all Ozzy is being confronted with, uh, he has still found it within himself to record another album. Uh, this one titled Ordinary Man. You know, I've listened to some of the tracks, uh, not in, in, in their entirety, just clips, uh, but it's, man, it sounds fantastic, and I plan to listen to the full album uh, very soon. Um, but yeah, so Ordinary Man is Osborne's first studio album as a solo artist in 10 years, following Scream back in 2010. Um, on August, uh, August <laughs> on, uh, on November uh, 8th, it was revealed that Osborne had been working with Guns N' Roses bassist uh, Duff McKagan, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith on the album. Uh, speaking of the recording, he commented that the entire album process is done was done in just a short time, uh, adding that Duff and Chad came in and we would go in and jam during the day and I would go home and work out the songs in the evening, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> long and short of it is, it, it sounds great. Uh, he had a lot of people working with him on this album, and uh, yeah, so we'll be right back. Right, folks. Yes, that's right. The show must go on, <laughs> and indeed it will. Um, yeah. So I was uh, before I went on break. Uh, I was talking about Ozzy and his new album, and I would re- be remiss if I did not bring up. Well, if I did not mention uh, not only Duff McKagan but Chad Smith as well. Um, Slash, Tom Murillo, Elton John, and a host of others, including Kelly Osborne, uh, Ozzy's daughter, on backing vocals. Um, and from what I understand, uh, and from what I've read, basically, uh, the reviews that have come in are very favorable. They're they're mixed. I mean, there there's a few um, that didn't get it, I guess. But for the most, uh, for the most part, they are uh, very good. And the album did come in on at uh, number three on the chart. So, just wanted to mention that because uh, <clears throat> when I went to break, I kind of dumped out real early. Uh, dumped, bah, 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 jumped out real fast because I had shenanigans going on outside. Uh, by the way, the 420 uh, SF studio is kind of in the hood. So, you know, I try to record this when everybody is uh, 
at bay, if you will. So, anyway, uh, we're moving on with uh, news of the weird. All right, and so this uh, week's news of the weird segment comes from uh, Sicily, Italy. Um, an unnamed 47-year-old Italian woman convicted of fraud in 2017 in Sicily has been on the run since then, uh, the Guardian reported, eluding authorities by hiding in convents. The woman moved to the northern... Uh, <laughs> moved to the northern regions of Italy and phoned convents pretending to be a sister looking for help and claiming she was severely ill, uh, investigator said. Uh, as she moved from convent to convent, she changed her identity, duping nuns who trusted her and thought her to be kind. Finally, a uh, Benedictine nun uh, grew suspicious and phoned police telling them her stories were full of contradictions. Authorities verified her identity and arrested her. She now faces further charges by claiming false identity. That is from The Guardian. Okay, let's see. Where do we go from here? Here is one more. (laughs) And I read this. It's not funny, but it's just, oh my gosh. A well-meaning neighbor's attempt to save his friend from a dog attack went south on February 5th in Adams, Massachusetts. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Brookshire, uh, Brookshire District Attorney Andrea Harrington, I'll get it out, uh, told the Associated Press the neighbor heard uh, yelling shortly after noon and discovered his friend being attacked by his own dog and his girlfriend's dog. The Good Samaritan returned to his apartment, got the crossbow he used for hunting, and fired it up the stairwell at one of the dogs. But the bolt glanced off the dog and went through the door into the apartment where it struck and killed the victim. (laughs) Man, that's rough. Harrington said she... uh, Harrington said that the uh, dogs had a history of aggression and were usually kept in separate kennels. She described the man as very distraught and did not expect criminal charges to be filed. Officers responded to the scene, uh, shot both of the dogs. This was Associated Press, February 6th of 2020. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough way to go, but I mean, man, can you imagine? Anyway, um, that's all I got for this uh, segment. I'm going to uh, go one last break, see if I can scrounge up anything else. We'll be right back. And welcome back here to the 420th of studio. Uh, we're going to go and wrap up here uh, with mention of uh, the passing of James Lipton. I had no idea the dude was that old. Uh, for those that don't know, James Lipton was the uh, host and creator of Inside the Actor Studio. Phenomenal interviewer, man. He, uh, he just had the... Uh, finesse to get people to just open up, just talk about their their past and, and whatnot. But yeah, he passed away uh, 
Let's see, he shared 18 Emmy, uh, 18 Emmy nominations for Inside the Actor Studio with fellow producers. Uh, let's see, after the uh, show reached the mainstream success, uh, James' work and interviewing, interviewing capabilities were even parodied on Saturday Night Live and The Simpsons. And, and I remember that episode of The Simpsons. It was, it was funny. I'm not going to give it away. You have to go look. Um, but yeah, after oh, 25 years at the helm. Okay, so anyway, it says here he interviewed over 200 guests uh, following James' death. Many uh, in the entertainment book, uh, entertainment world, took to the uh, social media, of course, to pay tribute. Let's see... Uh, who did this? I, you know, look, I'm just reading this off the, the screen here. Uh, Jeff Daniels said, rest in peace, James Lipton. He made you want to tell him everything. And yeah, uh, just what I alluded to earlier. Uh, Patricia Heaton, lovely, lovely man. You know, and, and on and on it goes, I'm sure. Uh, let's see. Who's this? Oh, Katie Couric. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, so on and on it goes again, and uh, it, it's just, it's sad, but I mean, uh, 20, 25 years and the age of 93, man, that's that's a long life, so rest in peace, James Lipton. Um, coming up on the, <laughs> coming up on the next episode, uh, I'm going to uh, put it out there, um, parents... Uh, either the men or the women, it doesn't matter who, quit killing your effing kids. There are so many cases coming to light now of parents, the mother or the father, killing their kids or killing the wife and the kids. Knock it off. This shit, pardon me, but this shit's got to stop. You know, anyway, I'll leave it there, but it just... You know, if if you don't want your kids, have them adopted out. Put them in foster care. I mean, it's not the best thing, but it's better than death. Uh, In fact, why don't you kill yourself and leave the kids? You know, how about that? Selfish. It just really irks me. But you know what? (laughs) I'm I'm not going to let it get to me. Uh, right now, anyway, I'll uh, save that for the next episode. Uh, but with that, um, I'm going to cut this. Well, it's not short. Anyway, uh, I'm going to let this go and uh, get this out. And then we're going to move on to the next episode. Until then, we will see ya later.